Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the WrestleTalk podcast. I am Chopper B. Quinnell and I'm joined by Randall Andal Dandal Datsun. Hello, I am King of the Andals. <laughs> I am <laughs> and the first man of his name. Actually, Breaker I think of I'm pro- chains? Oh, yeah, I'm probably the first Andrew in my family actually. Yes, I am actually old Andrew everyone. I know it's a bit of a shocker to a lot <gasps> of people. It's weird that What? You honestly have no idea how many people are shocked that my name isn't Andy. Like yeah. Andy is always short for Andrew. No one is born Andy, like because you can be. I think I think you can be born Joe and that sort of thing. But I think very very few people are actually born Andy. I knew a guy that was uh, uh, born as Toby rather than Tobias. Tobias. Yeah. The thing is because I didn't know anyone called Tobias until I was sort of secondary school, so mm. I just assumed the guy called Toby was. Auto- I didn't realize that Tobias Toby. was yeah. a name. Yeah. Um, but also, anyway, hi, how's it going? I'm pretty good, Peter. How are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Mm. Uh, I'm excited to be talking about SmackDown again. Yeah. Sma- Favorite time of the week, that. Smack- Saturday SmackDown. Yeah, yeah no, SmackDown Saturday. It's going to be good. I am very excited for SmackDown, obviously, but also I've got a spa day tomorrow. So a uh, spa day? I am looking forward to being rubbed um, <laughs> by either a male or female mess. Or masseur. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the wrong order. Masseur or masseuse. Um, so yeah, I've got a, yeah. uh, a a shoulder and back massage. Mm-hmm. I've got a facial and scalp, mm-hmm. uh, and then a twenty-five minute bonus, which just it doesn't. I just paid for a bonus. <laughs> um, I'm making sure I pronounce that correctly. Twenty-five bonus. minute bonus. <laughs> um, so uh, we'll have to see what that is because it, it's, they, it's they, a long they just bonus. Genuinely, just don't say what it is. Um, well, that's really so. I'm hoping it's a happy that ending. you can choose what it is, because <laughs> um, uh, yeah, me and the lady partner. That's that was my Christmas present to her. Well, mm-hmm. dis- well, dis- disguised Christmas present. Yeah, it's really for me. Of course, um, yeah. So yeah, but don't she get just, those looks by by doing nothing. Yeah, she didn't get me a switch either. So. <laughs> um, Let's stop talking so, yeah, about your what switch. Are you, uh, what are you doing? What this weekend? Yeah. Oh, absolutely nothing, mate. Oh, well, I've l- I've set aside. I, am, I in fact had plans mm. with friends on Sunday, 
and I've actually cancelled those plans so I can do nothing. My, uh, uh, it's going to be great. My flatmate has done the same. He's he's learning, he's trained to be an accountant, so mm-hmm. he's obviously got those exams that accountants do, and he's been basically revising for about two months. And then this is his first. He he got his uh, results this week. He passed all the exams. Nice. And then so this weekend he was going to play football. Um, but basically went, you know, I just want to do nothing all yeah. weekend. Mm. I would hate that. I mean, my brain can't take more than an hour or two not doing anything. But well, when I say doing nothing, I'm not literally going to be sitting there doing nothing. Just staring at a yeah. wall. Like, I, I'm pretty sure my lady partner and I are still, you know, going to go for a walk. I'm sure we've got a couple of things to do around the house. Some gaming to do. Yeah. Just hang out, watch a movie, stuff high like fives. that. High fives. Yeah. Loads yeah. of high fives. Nice. Um, it's hot. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think we're going to do anything specific. Like, I was going to yeah. go out and meet up with friends, and that's just... Mm. That's mentally draining, man. Yeah, well, at least you've, at least you've got friends, Pete. <laughs> I just... Uh, I, sp- I just... I hang out with my parents. Mm. Yeah. Well, you'd have more friends if you could add them on your Nintendo Switch. That's true. Yeah. Um, or if I was less facially bruised, because I think people uh, are put <laughs> off by... Uh, good segue there. <laughs> I think people are put off by my facial bruises. Tell us about your facial bruise, Andy, because oh, this is a good stop story. Stop bringing attention to it. Um, <laughs> so I came I on Wednesday, um, because I work Saturdays, obviously, Ooh. as you know, we get a day off in the week. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, because you generally get Monday off, but I, I kind do. of have to just pick whichever one works best for the website. So it just happened that last week uh, it was Wednesday. I also had a doctor's appointment. Unrelated. However, I'm really good at telling stories. <laughs> You're terrible at um, So I was going for lunch with my dad. Um, at uh, He's doing a master's up at uh, the local university. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was around for lunch. And what I normally do is park uh, near the cathedral in Guildford, which is where I live. Oh, no, that's a terrible thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> I'm from Guildford as well. <laughs> I'm going to get emails. Um, so I was asking him where he was uh, exactly in the university, and he sent me his location, as you do on WhatsApp. So I was looking down at this um, and thought, okay, okay, and now I know where he is. Looked up, and I walked directly into a road sign so that the corner <laughs> of the road sign hit me under the eye, and I still have a small mark just under my eye. Uh, it's not as bad as it was yesterday. No, and the and the rest of it hit my forehead, which is still quite sore, which mm. you can't see anymore. I'm very lucky in the fact that for some reason my body doesn't bruise very much. I mean, this isn't really a bruise; it's just a red mark. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and the the most ironic thing about this whole thing was that the sign was for speed bumps. Um, <laughs> so I thought maybe. People want to send in their most ironic injuries to me. That could be a fun <laughs> new segment on here. So Andy at WrestleTalk.com, if, you, if you've if, got any... Of like someone hitting their head on a mind your head sign. Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, just... Or just doing something that you know you're not supposed to do and getting injured anyway, like diving in the shallow end of a pool, running and slipping next to a pool. Mm. Pool-related injuries are always fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm any, sensing a theme here. Any Andy. ironic injuries. Like, uh, for example, I was cleaning underneath my fingernails with, you know, mm-hmm. with that little scraper you get with, uh, yeah, with yeah. Like, nail clippers. Totally. And then managed to just, like, stab myself under. So the thing that I was using to clean <laughs> under my nails, I used to injure under my nails. That so is... I just get ironically injured a lot. Speaking of nail clippers, mm. do you remember when we went to the Ring of Honor show and uh, all of us got through security? I have another ex- nail clipper ex- story. Except you. 
Except you, Datsun. I was the only person, and we couldn't figure out why for ages. I was empty, because I used to... My mum used to get very angry at me because I put everything in my coat pockets. Mm-hmm. I, she's like, you wear a backpack, put stuff in there. But I just had the coat pockets, which were just full of just detritus and just mm-hmm. my life for the probably last... There's layers of every month of the year. <laughs> um, and eventually, he was waving his like metal-detecting wand over my pocket. Um, and I pulled out some nail clippers. <laughs> And they confiscated them because obviously I was going to run around shanking people with the clippers. Hey, man, you just told a story of how you injured yourself That's with true. some nail clippers. So they confiscated it and told me to collect them at the end of the, end of the uh, show. <laughs> and obviously that was brilliantly embarrassing. That was excuse, hilarious. Excuse me, sir. Could you mind if I have some uh, nail clippers uh, back, please? Because I left them here at the beginning of the show. And all of us. We're just <laughs> laughing because it's the most Andy thing to yeah. just have some nail clippers with you when you go to a Ring of well, Honor show and get stopped by security. This is probably a bad story. It's not really a bad story. But I used to have, I, like, as Ollie does, I used to carry around a Swiss Army knife because you mm-hmm. never know when you're going to need it for, like, like screwdrivers and, like, a mm-hmm. little knife or, like, little scissors. Um, and I went to go and see, I can't it was at the O2. I went to go and see a show at the O2. I think it might have been the Flight of the Concords. Um, and I realized that I had this in my pocket. Mm. So what I did, probably very sort of naughtily, was I just crammed my pocket with everything metal that I owned. (laughs) (laughs) So that, like, he, when he put his wand over my pocket, I Mm -hmm. kind of just pulled out, like, a bunch of metal things, and he was like, okay, yeah, they're all fine. And I just put them all back in and again. And you still had the Swiss and Army knife. And I still knife. had the Swiss Army knife. Because I just bought it. And it was yeah. not cheap. Um, yeah. I didn't want to lose it. Like, I I wanted to have this. And I still do have, have it now. Um, and yeah. they and But this is one of those things also. It was kind of scary because he clearly was like, yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now you've just informed everyone who listens to this podcast a very easy way to get dangerous things into events. Don't know. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't, don't do what Andy did. No. Don't I, be Andy. I'm telling this story so that other people don't do it. I'm not mm-hmm. a role model. I'm the opposite of role model. I am That's a, correct. a role minger. I don't know. Model, what? Model is the opposite of, I suppose, a minger. A minger is an ugly person for Americans. I don't think minger is a word in America. Absolutely not. It's barely a word in English. You never heard minger? Of course I have. Like munter. That's so much worse and sounds way more offensive. Mm. Yeah, it does. It's one of those words where you kind of go, if you say you're a munter, you kind of go, oh, I think I know what he's telling me I am now. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like an onomatopoeia, but for a descriptive word. <laughs> it's like if someone says um, the word moist, for example, <laughs> which is everyone's favorite word. You immediately know, even if you weren't British, you would think, oh, that, that's a wet sounding word. <laughs> it's like... Uh, sludge. You kind of know, or oh, there's something, squ- there's something disgusting about the word sludge. Um, this yeah. is an Andy podcast. Uh, anyway, we should probably get into the main show, where we're going to be talking about Daniel Bryan outsmarting the fiend. Here's the show. Let's get on to talking about SmackDown. Let's talk about Daniel Bryan and The Fiend. This kicked off this episode of SmackDown. 
Started off with the return of Kane, yes, uh, which was announced beforehand. It was. Uh, so it wasn't a, a surprise necessarily, but it was super cool to see him. Haven't seen him in ages. No. Um, and he came right out and he was like, hey, the Royal Rumble is like my favorite pay-per-view ever. Yeah. Evisceration. Evisceration. Fire. Fire, brimstone. Demon, I'm really good at it. Yeah. He's got the most cumulative eliminations out of anyone in history. Yes. Which is still a cool record to have. And he says that he's going to go in the Royal Rumble. Yes. Woohoo. Cool. So we will get uh, the inevitable, oh, man, Kane's here. Oh, he, who who could f- possibly eliminate throw him? Throw him out, yeah. Well, yeah. I think if the Big Show's going to be in it, I mean, he's mm-hmm. obviously going to win because no one's ever thrown him out. As far no as, one can as eliminate as far, the Big Show. Because he's so big. He's the world's largest athlete. Who could ever eliminate the Big Show? Mm. Um, but before he can get on to eviscerate any more of his competition, uh, he gets interrupted by a Firefly Funhouse. Yes, he does. Which was mildly surprising. Uh, which was cool. And Bray Wyatt came on and he was like, oh, you should say sorry for the, all the people you've eliminated and all that stuff. Um, and then he said, you know what? Winning the Rumble might not even be the best idea, especially if you're going to come on and challenge me at WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do that. I don't want to do thought. that either. Yeah, no, definitely not Kane. <laughs> um, but then he gets distracted because he notices that Kane's picture is on the wall behind him with all of the Fiend's victims. Yeah. And he says, well... If your picture's there, that means you and The Fiend got it on. You've already met each other. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice that Kane's nose seemed to be bleeding? Yeah, it does that all the time. I think it's the mask. Okay. It just makes his nose bleed all the time. Oh. It was like a really like common thing from when he was wrestling before, like a regular wrestler. He just his face like just used to be bleeding tear, all the time. It was just a single <laughs> yeah. drop of blood. A single, uh, his nose was blood. incredibly yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, but then uh, Bray Wyatt gets very serious and he says, I'll never forgive you, Kane. Uh, and it flashes up with clips of the Inferno match that they had, which was mm. Bray Wyatt's first main roster match uh, against Kane. And then and he says, and neither will he. Obviously Ooh. talking about The Fiend. And then in the ring, the lights cut out and then The Fiend appears from under the ring. In the meantime, Kane has got out of the ring. But this was all part of it, I think. Yeah, it was all part so, of the ruse. Because mm. I think Kane knew that he was going to come from under the ring. So he was standing there looking up at the ramp where he never comes from because Kane knew that he's going to be behind Because that used to be Kane's thing. Kane used to come out of the ring. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well... I know what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Kane's standing outside the ring, and he kind of instead of going like the old like Jerry Lawler and Kurt Angle, he isn't. He's not standing there going, <gasps> "What's behind me?" Yeah. Um, he's just standing there waiting. Um, yeah, he's standing there waiting. Kind of turns around and go and yeah, and then like, he says, like, "What took you so long?" Yeah, and that was it. He just turned around. I, I really like that from Kane, where he turned around and just like didn't react to the fiend being there. He was like, yeah. mm. he's a demon. What took you so long? I was like, oh, that that's cool. That's nice for Kane. Um, and then the fiend turns around in the ring, and suddenly it's Daniel Bryan. Hits a running knee from out of nowhere, and it forces the fiend to actually retreat back into his yeah, hole that few, he came from. Does a few of his stamps, a few stamps on, on the face. face. Uh, yeah, and then he's but, uh, punching him as he goes crawls away. Crawls back into his hole. Yeah, but then as he's going, gets a bit of uh, comeuppance. Mm. He manages to pull out a couple of the dreadlocks yeah. from the fiend as he's going. Really hairy situation for uh, oh, for don't. the fiend there. Um, so I mean. Unless, unless they're doing a double bald thing now, next so now next week <laughs> yeah. the fiend comes out and goes, "Oh, you pulled my hair out now." Yeah, um, yeah. So no, it was it was a cool kind of mirroring spot from mm-hmm. from what happened to to Brian. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I yeah. thought it was really good. I really really like this. I like the fact that 
finally someone has kind of gotten the upper hand when it yes. comes to the fiend because the way people have gotten the upper hand before was Seth Rollins burning down the funhouse, which mm. wasn't that fun, no. contrary to the name. Uh, but this time it was literally he's mentally outsmarted the fiend. He has literally goaded him out to the ring and beat him up. Yep. And he actually looked not weak, but he had to retreat from something instead of just absorbing punishment and then hitting a claw and leaving. Yeah, and it's, it's kind of buys into this idea that Daniel Bryan is not just a fighter. He's sort of clever as well, and he actually thinks about his feuds mm-hmm. before they sort of... He doesn't just run out there like everyone else has just done and go, where's the fiend? Where's the fiend? He, he could have... This was clearly planned with Kane in mm-hmm. advance because obviously they've got their Team Hell No team Allegiance. Um, and and after this, Kane went into the ring and started doing the, the, the yeses. Uh, so yeah, no, it was just a really different way of doing this, mm-hmm. um, and it's a match I am very much looking forward to. Yeah, and in fact, I think I would have looked forward to it even more if they hadn't added this stipulation. I don't know how to feel about this stipulation. So th- this happened after an ad break. Immediately after that segment ended, uh, Brian and Kane are backstage and they're arguing about who was the tag team champions back yeah. in the day, which I thought was very funny. Uh, they get interrupted by Caleb Braxton, and Kane just goes, "All right, good luck," and walks off. And uh, Daniel Bryan fires up, cuts a really fiery promo, talking yeah. about how he can beat the Fiend and all that stuff. But he's saying that, how do you beat someone who keeps running away? How do you beat yeah. someone who keeps disappearing? And he says, well, I challenge the Fiend to a strap match. So they're going to be tied together with mm-hmm. a strap. With a strap so arm, the Fiend... The arm. <laughs> you, you. Uh, and <laughs> saying that he can't, he can't disappear, he can't run away, mm. because they're going to be literally tied together in a strap match. Um... I like the fact that this is this builds into the fiend himself because yes. he does that. He appears, he attacks, he goes away, and that that's his thing. I mean, he doesn't do that in his matches, which is a bit different because he kind of just takes offense and then hits mm. a move and then wins, which is slightly you know different. But I like the fact that they're at least thinking about how it impacts the wrestlers yeah. in the match to have this stipulation. I'm not too thrilled about a strap match no. it, as a concept. It completely but. depends how it's booked. Yes. Because, there is, as we've seen in Bray Wyatt in the past, there was that horrible Randy Orton match with all the... House of Horrors. With all the stuff on the on the canvas. Oh, the and Mania match For example, well, yeah. if they did like a strap and then the lights go off and he turns back on and the strap is tied to like rambling rabbit or something like that. <laughs> then you're going, oh, all right, okay, this is where this is going. Yeah. There are, there are ways you can make this match brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully you've got two of the most creative people on the planet mm-hmm. in the match to, to do that. Um, but yeah, there are ways you could make this really quite silly as well because totally. it's a, it's an unusual gimmick match. And, and one we don't see very often, and therefore they need to make it something special, otherwise people are going to go, well, that was a stupid idea in the first place. Yes. But, so um, I, I don't know how I feel about yeah. the strap match as a whole. However, I said this in my edited review that's already gone up today as well, I have faith in Brian and Wyatt yeah. to make it a very interesting match. In Bryant. Um, I wasn't really good. Uh, no, wasn't I, really liked, good. I like to think... The thing is, I really like fiery Daniel Bryan. Same. He had one of the biggest temple veins going on the whole time. It's great. And I love it because you, you can't see her, but Caleb Braxton's just out of shot. Just... <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daniel, I just asked <laughs> if you were ready for the match. Um, obviously, we haven't actually seen The Fiend like accept 
the the match, but yeah. I, presumably that's what's going. I, I, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have said it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the, I, I guess that's it. You just you sort of, they're going to be they're going to be roped together. And I think as well, it really plays into what the fiend was saying before, because he was saying on I believe it was last week's show, it might have been the week before, when he was saying that the fiend just wants to hurt mm. Brian now. So maybe he really wants to have the strap match because he wants to be tied to Brian because he wants to beat the ever-loving S out of him. Yes. And I think, again, that kind of plays off both. It plays into the Fiend character of him disappearing and stuff, but also it might work completely against Brian because actually this time the Fiend doesn't want to go anywhere. He just wants to beat him up. I, I would love it. I, I would love and hate it if it was like, I don't know, because you know the whole idea of like, the Fiend teleporting and that sort of yes. thing. If they did... That the lights all go out, the fiend like teleports or for Potter fans apparates, Ugh. and then you Don't. just cut back and the fiend's backstage and he's like yes, and then just looks at his hand and Brian's still on the end of the rope and goes <laughs> oh no, <laughs> forgot because we're 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 still connected. He just follow or that Daniel Daniel's kind of lying on the floor. You just, you, mate, you've just dragged me like <laughs> miles. Or they do like the the Bella spot where the fiend's under the Twin ring magic. and. Daniel Bryan's just kind of looking at his wrist and going, "Well, he's clearly well, he's under, under the, the ring. Under the ring. As long that would as be awful. Yeah, exactly. Don't make it goofy. I'm, I'm giving you. Obviously, Vince, you're watching. Of course, uh, he watches all our videos. Don't do anything that I'm saying. Make it good. Or just be honest. Don't touch it. Let them. Yeah, let them. Let do them it. book it. Yeah, and uh, will we all be happy? I think. Exactly. Yes. Um, overall, though, I thought this was a cool segment. I'm still really looking forward to their match, despite yep. possibly a corny gimmick. Uh, I have faith in them to make it work, and yes. I feel like this story is really, really building organically. And mm. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the how the match is different from previous Fiend matches. Yes, I think it's going to be really, really but good. With one. Uh, with Kane, mm. uh, who, who obviously appeared earlier, there was that uh, leak. Almost leaked, to talk about it, um, or possibly not. Uh, mm. Image uh, that is either real or just very well photoshopped mm-hmm. of uh, a match between Kane and The Fiend at the upcoming uh, Super Showdown or whatever the Saudi Arabia the show Saudi is Arabia called. Saudi Arabia show, yes. I believe it's 27th of February. Um, I don't want to see that match. No, I don't think I do, but I think it's something that would... The Saudi it's, prince. It's, it's, it's a Saudi show match. That's totally yeah. what it is. That is, we are running out of people who will go to Saudi Arabia for us. Mm. Um, and it's... Kane was around in the 90s, therefore, and we've seen Kane on these shows plenty of times in the mm-hmm. past. Um, I am of the personal belief that it was a fake advert, but kind of informed by the fact that Kane was re- returning last night. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane's going to be in the Rumble, so I wouldn't be surprised if, for example, Wyatt defeats um, Ryan. Brian at yep. the Rumble. And then uh, turns up in the Rumble just to throw out Kane or something like that. And then yeah, that builds to that. that. I think that's that match quite up, yeah. easy. They don't they don't care about the Saudi shows. They make so much money out of them anyway. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You could put Gilberg against James Ellsworth on it. Yeah. Um, I just hope that they don't derail any other stories they've got with The Fiend by no. putting him against Kane. I, I, I'm, I'm ho- at the very least, there's enough time. Mask versus mask match. That's a terrible stipulation because we've already seen Kane on mask. That's true. <laughs> For sure. We do know what he looks like. <laughs>
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's see what you guys thought. Let's mm. get into some Susu Super Chats. Uh, Joe Libro comes in to say, if The Fiend versus Kane happens, I'm fine with it, as long as it's a stepping stone to Fiend versus Taker at WrestleMania in a title versus career match. I don't want to see that. That is, but, however, I don't want to see that. However, that is the only gimmick that, that, that would work in that match, yes, I think. Yes, I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Undertaker has retired... Several times. Several more times than Casey Catanzaro at this point. Yeah. Um, and um, so, yeah, I just, I don't want to see that match. Uh, I, I think it, it, it's one of those matches where you, it, it'd be cool. Everyone would be really into it, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone would be into the idea of it. Yeah. I don't think people would be into the Imagine how long match. the entrances would take. <laughs> it would be right. Yeah. Up next is The Fiend versus The Undertaker. And then half an hour later, Undertaker would just be taking his hat off. Yeah. See, I would be okay with it if The Fiend wins in under five minutes. I think if it yeah. goes longer than five minutes, it would drag and it wouldn't quite be the match that everyone wanted. But exactly. and I don't, I'd be okay with but that. But also, I don't really want to see The Undertaker's career end with a mandible claw. Because it is quite an anticlimactic move. That's true. I don't want to see him lying there going, I could, I, oh. If it was a Sister Abigail, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
Uh, we got some other SmackDown-related Super Chats now. Tim Arndt says, I actually love that we're getting yet another Roman versus Corbin match. I know where my Royal Rumble piss break will be. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, come totally on, fair. Tim. Um, you know what? With the stipulation that got picked, which we'll talk about later on in the show, I think this can be a fun match. Smoke yeah. and mirrors. It could be a fun thing. Yeah. Just a load um, of weapon spots and stuff like that. Why not? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a stipulation for his piss. He can do it anywhere, just like the f- falls in this match. It's true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we've got the line drive, who comes in with a, a hot, hot take here. Uh, he said, worth noting with the Otis Mandy Sonya storyline, there has never been a mania wedding. Perhaps a big moment with a swerve to a Mandy Sonya union with Otis letting the two win- uh, the two marry after a Sonya confession. I mean, it's it's a hot take. No, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's a hot take. I don't think it will happen. I don't know if I want it to happen even. And I think it would be a lot of people, especially with the way the story is going currently. I think people just want to see Otis and Mandy together. I just want to see Otis in a slightly too small tux mm. with a hat on. Yes. And then he's like, will you marry her? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I want to see. I don't. I don't. It's pretty good. Yeah, I don't. That's not. I just really don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, like it's 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 a fun idea, and I like it when people kind of come up with uh, new theories and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, not this time. Not either. this one. No. Uh, final super chat for now. Just a general rest talk related one. Uh, Benny Sato hashtag Justice Surfer Randy Andy Datsun says Andy Merch Lego. It's not Andy Merch. This one is a it's, Wonder Ollie. It's Wonder Ollie, um, which you can go buy WrestleTalkMerch.com. Yeah. Um, if if you want, I'll just send you a plain white T-shirt, and I can write Andy on it like like uh, Andy in, does in, in Sharpie, in, like, like in like in Toy Story, yeah. Oh yeah, perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So after that opening segment of Daniel Bryan and Kane and the Fiend, uh, we got on to the in-ring return of one John Morrison, and he was facing Big E here, set up last week when it was Miz versus Kofi, and then John just flipped on to Big E. Yeah, it did, and he has not aged a day. Yeah, he is. He's identical. Yes, he is. And he, well, I mean, it, it helps that he was wearing the same gear and glasses. Mm-hmm. We actually have a pair of John Morrison. Spectacles. Genuine, real. I want to. Absolutely can, not. Can I just. Genuine. John Morrison sunglasses. They were thrown into the crowd at a show, I believe. I think they were given. Okay. To a, a fan of Wrestle Talk, who then sent them to us for mm. whatever reason. Why didn't you keep them? Do the slow motion punch thing. D- does he do someone with his other hand first and then go? Yeah. Above? It's I... like a. I mean, we look really cool either way. I think. Mate, I'm wearing these for the rest of the review. I hope you know. Also, okay. it's really distracting because these bits where the crosses are, you. Mm. You can't see out of them. And those are in the middle. They are. Mm. That's quite They're almost as good as Ollie's uh, kind of mirror, like, spy glasses. That's true, yeah. Those are the glasses that I got him for, his mm. pun- for the punishment. That was great. Uh, but anyway, we should talk about the most important thing in this match. Kofi Kingston's blonde now. He is blonde. He Maybe now he'll get pushed by Vince. Vince loves say, his blondes. He has been looking at Charlotte Flair for so long and thinking, huh, I think I know what to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I can't do that, so I'll get... Blonde. Yes, you know? exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was... Uh, 
He looks. Thing is, he can pull it off because he's just totally he's just a cool guy. Yeah. Um. I don't, <laughs> Unlike this guy. Yeah. Right now. Um. So yeah, no, he he is blonde, and uh, and that's crazy. And that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. You you know that's going to be a WrestleTalk.com article later. Yeah. And people are being like, Oh, oh my god, he's blonde. If you want to start a wrestling news website, just write about people's haircuts because. You guys love that, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Uh, so thank you for reading all our stories about Liv Morgan getting new haircuts. <laughs> She's got new ring gear now. That's she does. That on the she website. wears shorts, and she therefore, does. that's amazing. Yeah. Um, I thought this match was actually pretty cool. It was really nice to see John Morrison back, and I think he's got some new I like, cool I offense. like the way he moves around the ring. Yep. He, uh, yeah, he's just kicking and jump, jumping around, diving around, sort of mm-hmm. sliding underneath ropes, jumping over ropes. Um and yeah, the only problem is Starship Pain. Well, we'll come on to that in a little bit. Because first off I want to give a, a, a big shout out to this one spot in the match. Okay. Where Biggie did a kick out straight into like a fall away slam position. Mm. So John Morrison was on top of him. Biggie kicks out and just picks him up. And he and then just angry. stands up. Yeah. And he was like Oh, that's cool. That's really, really cool. Uh I, I thought, yeah, uh, John Morrison looked great, Biggie looked great. Uh, but then the finish came when uh, Morrison came back with a thumb to the eye that the referee missed. Miz was running some distraction. Kofi tried to get in the way. What a heel. What a heel. And then Morrison hit a knee onto Biggie and then hit Starship Pain for the win. Starship- how, do you, how do you feel about Starship Pain, Dadson? Starship Pain is a rubbish man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. I enjoyed most of this show. Yeah. But Starship Pain is crap. <laughs> it is akin to Bailey to Belly, akin to the Storm Zero, Riptide, Tyler Driver in just the crappest finish. The Skull Crushing Finale, even. Skull Crushing Finale is okay. It's no, it's okay when people sell it properly. But yeah. there's so many times where people fall and just put their arms up so far away from the ground. Well, See, that's the thing. You could say the tombstone is a bad finisher because mm. sometimes when Rey Mysterio had it done to him, his head was like this far off it's, the ground. It's, it's, especially, it's particularly bad when the Undertaker goes, oh, I'm putting him down, when the guy, the guy's just sort of holding on to him. Like, <laughs> just let go, you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it is... It is basically he falls backwards very slowly while spinning and very rarely actually makes any contact. I think the theory behind Starship Pain is good. Mm. It just never gets executed properly. Yeah. It's not the worst finisher. I mean, because obviously you've got the Bailey to Belly, which is just Which is rubbish. terrible, yeah. Uh, she She's trying to kind of get over that knee slam thing, thing she does. Yeah. But my least favorite currently is the Tyler Driver 97 slash Storm Zero because if you look closely, they get about this far off the ground. That is not a power slam. <laughs> that is just a flip and then you're on your back. Yeah. It's, Which some people do during roll-up sequences. Exactly. And it, it, especially when you've got a slightly larger opponent, they don't get off the ground. And well, the maybe. Rip, and the riptide is just a pump-handle slam. Half pump-handle. Half pump-handle slam. Exactly. It's half as good as a pump-handle slam. Yeah. To play devil's advocate here, mm. perhaps... You devil. Yes. Perhaps the, the theory of it is that the person doing the move... Tony Storm or Tyler Bate in this instance is so strong that even on that much distance they can slam them into the floor and it really hurts. Just because they're short, you just can't. I'd have to uh, defend them all. Um, but uh, Starship Pain, I think it. The thing, the thing with it is, it is about just about just about physically impressive enough. Mm-hmm. The kind of 
twisty leg spinny thing that he does yeah. to make it like a cool finisher. But if you over unnecessarily overanalyze it like I do, mm-hmm. uh, it just it doesn't look right. I mean, especially in this kind of twenty 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 era where you've got imp- really impressive finishing moves. Um, it just yeah, I just don't I just don't I don't buy it, John. Hennigan, Morrison, Mundo, uh, Impact. Uh, what else is he? That's it, really. I don't know. Wrestle. But anyway, now that we're not talking about Morrison, I'm going to take these off. Good. Yeah. And now no one has to look at them for the rest of the show. Uh, so after that match, which I thought was quite fun, mm-hmm. uh, we then got uh, the Bobby Roode, ver- uh, sorry, Robert Roode versus Roman Reigns match that will be the main event of the show was announced to whoever wins that match will get to dictate the stipulation for Reigns versus Corbin at the Royal Rumble. Yes. Uh, which is quite important. Uh, we then got a video package for the feud thus far, which was fine. Uh, we then got the Usos and Roman Reigns backstage saying, we, we, we're we going to fight. Talking in a way that no humans have ever talked to each other. Never. In I mean, I just couldn't focus on anything they were saying. No. Uh, it was just all kind of like, yeah, it was just very very upbeat, very babyface. Uh, and then... Let's go, Us. And then, yeah, and he's like, oh, welcome to the... And then they leave. They just say welcome. They just go, welcome! And they yeah. walk off. And then it zooms in on Roman Reigns' face and he just goes, to the Uso Penitentiary. It was, it was like, it was a very, I don't know. I, yeah. I, didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but that's, it's fine. It's that's often how I leave conversations with my friends as well. Welcome! And then Pete walks off and then I just look at a camera. and then uh, yeah. <laughs> We do have several cameras in fairness. Yes, we do. Uh... Then this leads into, uh, I, I guess the Usos had to leave really quickly for this next match yes. they had, which was the Usos versus the Revival, which was a match. It was a perfectly fine match. There was nothing wrong with it. It wasn't particularly boring, but it wasn't also particularly great either. This it match was a match. was there to simply give the Usos a win. Totally. Uh, and every week that goes past, it feels like the Revival are on their way out. Mm-hmm. Um, there was speculation that they were going to resign, but... Every time they lose, it's just kind of like they're there to lose now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we probably, if the reports are true, then we've got three months left. Um, so, uh, yeah, I hope you uh, enjoy your last few weeks with the revival. Yes. Um, there is a slight rumor that they could be in for a Legends match at the Royal Rumble against mm-hmm. um, Harlem Heat. Harlem wasn't Heat, it? which yeah. is. Uh, Stevie Ray and Booker T, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that would again be another way of if you just have Harlem Heat squash the revival. That's just a classic Vince sort of. Mm-hmm. Oh, you suck! Here are some legends to beat you up. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, speaking of the revival, after that match, they're backstage mm. and uh, they're saying that if the company won't change, they'll have to make a change. Yeah. So they're going to come back as fully fledged comedy characters or something. I but don't know. They couldn't tell us what that change was because. They got interrupted. They did. Because it was Bailey, Lacey Evans, and Sasha Banks that were brawling backstage, and you could mm. hear them hear the ruckus, and the camera just went away from the revival. And you saw all of them brawling, except Sasha was mm. on the floor holding her ankle, and she was very injured. And then it was Lacey and Bailey kind of punching each mm. other and stuff before they got pulled apart. Did you say she hurt her bankle? I actually do prefer this, though, because it's much better than a sort of, 
oh, we've something's happening backstage, and then they zoom to just a cameraman happened to be standing next to them fighting. Yeah. I much prefer it where it's kind of like we're filming something else. Oh, what's that over there? Because that feels what's a, this commotion? Yeah, that feels a bit more real. That a feels, bit more organic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, totally. That's more kayfabe. Yeah, um, that storyline gets followed up on later on. But first. Sonia Deville and Mandy Rose are backstage. They are. Bloody love this story. Sonia turns to Mandy and says, can you ask Otis to come to ringside for my match against Alexa Bliss tonight? Because mm. Mandy and Sonia are like, yeah, Fire and Desire 2020, we're going to be great. And then Mandy's like, wait, Otis, wait, what? Why? And Sonia's like, I get it. I get why you're being nice to him. And Mandy's just like, I mean, he's a, he's a sweet guy. And she's like, yeah, I know. He's a sweet guy. Like, Wink. Yeah, sweet guy. I know what you mean. We, we can get him out there and he can yeah. be at ringside. And Mandy's like, I mean, I can I can ask him. Sure, maybe. I don't know if he'll do it. And then Sonia's like, hey, if you ask him, he'll do it for you. He'll honey. do it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay. And then Sonia walks off and, and is getting ready for a match. This, I thought, was really good. This is such a simple story, but it's being told so well. So the insinuation, at least what I this took is from Pete's it anyway. Theory. It's, this is what I took from it anyway, which I think is, I think is the correct take, is that Sonia thinks, <laughs> Sonia thinks that Mandy is manipulating Otis in order to get Otis to help them get more wins. Yes, because that's what happened last week was Otis distracted Alexa Bliss, mm. and then Mandy rolled up uh, Alexa for the win, and then. Sonia last week after that win was celebrating with Mandy in the ring and looking at yeah. Otis like, huh, huh, that's, that's interesting. That's, I didn't think about that. So now this week she's like, well, if Otis is at ringside for me, mm. he can distract Alexa Bliss again and I can win. That's the point of this whole thing. That's why Mandy is manipulating him so much. So she, yeah, so at the end of the last, the last match, she was kind of looking at him and went, oh, this could be a good idea. You are terrible. You're awful. Um, hope you enjoyed that one, everyone. No one enjoyed that. Um, but then, yes, Sonia asks if she can have Otis at ringside later tonight. Mandy says she's going to ask. Yes. Um, and, and the thing is, Mandy isn't manipulating him because she just really likes him because yeah. he's a sweetheart. I love this story. It's great. Um, Bailey and Sasha are backstage in the trainer's room next, and mm. Sasha has ice on her bankle. bankle. And um, they're saying that Sasha's injured. Adam Pierce comes up to them and is just like, hey, you need to go out there. And it's supposed to be Sasha versus Lacey yeah. tonight, but Sasha can't compete. So it's going to be Bailey instead. And Bailey's like, wait, what? Mm. And she's like, I'm not putting my title on the line. He said, it's a non title match, but also it's next. She was yes. like, what? Uh, I thought that Sasha and Bailey were really, really good here because when Adam Pierce was trying to explain, just like, hey, we've scheduled scheduled Sasha versus Lacey for the last two weeks and you haven't been here. And Sasha's like, that's not my fault. She like fired up and it was like, it felt kind of, it, it felt organic for yeah. those two to just kind of be reacting in the way they were. I thought it was really, really cool. Uh, they're really believable as kind of annoying yeah. heels in that way. Throwing tantrums on floors and things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Allegedly. Um, but then we got that match next, which was Bailey versus Lacey Evans. Again, this was a, a non-title match. Well, I got it out of order. When was the Sheamus thing? When was the Sheamus thing? That was uh, after. Okay. That we'll was do, after we'll this match. This yes. yes. Uh, so, yeah, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. It might have been before this. I don't know. Bailey versus Lacey Evans. And uh, Bailey is immediately running away from Lacey as the match yes. starts. Uh, Lacey's really hamming it up as a face now. Come on, come and do in the pose and the salute, the salute. and everything Everyone on the entrance. Everyone loves the salute. Oh, 
can't Patriotism, man. It is amazing. It is. Uh, I thought, again, it was kind of similar to the Usos Revival match. There wasn't anything super flashy about this match, but there wasn't anything wrong with it either. How? I thought it was a, it was smooth. There wasn't too many yeah. botches or anything. I thought it was, that's, it was fine. That's what I was going to say. I kind of never really sort of thought about it. How just how much Lacey has improved since mm, she debuted. I mean, totally. If you remember, she debuted on the main roster. Was it the Rumble last I year? I feel like I want. It was the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, and her, the two first things she did in that match were two botches. She tried mm-hmm. to do this like backflip over, or like this sort of flip over. Charlotte Flair fell over. Tried to do a kip up. Fell mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Um, and now she just seems a much smoother worker. Totally. She, and she's much more over as she was much more over as a face than she ever was as a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't have a marine being heel because that's just. I mean, obviously the Miz is the Marine Five. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, it was a it was a good match. Well, no, no, it wasn't a good. It was a it was a match. It was a fine match. Uh, and then Benny just kind of stands up, runs forward, and just gets clocked <laughs> right in the, in the face, face or the woman's right, and uh, that's it. And Corey Graves. Would not like this. No, he wouldn't. Because Corey Graves does not like uh, champions being pinned by number one contenders before the uh, championship match. And if there was only a video that could explain more about his opinion. Oh, wait, there is. It's called the the Rest Talk News that went up earlier today. You should go watch it because I talk Mm. about that after my SmackDown review. Yeah. I also don't like it when champions get pinned. No, I don't don't like it unless there's like a really obvious distraction thing. But this was was just a clean she loss just won. in uh, you could say oh bailey was injured early in the show because she was going ooh my shoulder yeah uh but that's not i mean you're or a, she wasn't ready for the match yeah exactly because it was supposed um, to be saturn all the stuff but that's just, not really yeah, a protection I would, I would, she wrestled i would have preferred bailey just get herself dq'd uh yeah. and it it's not great but it's it's better than having her just lose, better than just her losing lose clean yeah. to one move yeah so. um I mean, they're really protecting the women's right and honestly as much as it's just a punch, it's growing on me. I quite like it. Mm. The impact's quite cool. It, and yeah. it, it is recognizable. It's distinct from normal punches. Lacey Evans and Big Show. Yeah. Similar people. Totally. Mm. Re- really similar people. She's like, I'm going to punch you in the face. Is that the Big Show uh, yeah. or Lacey Evans? That was so Lacey similar. Evans. Um, um, yeah, I actually quite like the woman's right now, and I never thought I'd say that, but I think it's actually getting over, and, and it, I quite and it like really it. really works with her patriot character, the totally. saluting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, so now it's going to be Lacey Evans versus Bailey at the Royal Rumble. That's been confirmed now. It has. Um, so I that, really like that the is graphics be the they're match. using. They're quite cool, aren't they? Yes. I like it. Uh, up next, Alice Ashton is backstage. New woman backstage person. Mustafa Alice Ashton. No. Okay. Uh, um, she's backstage with Shorty G. Yes. And Shorty G says, "Tell me about it, Shorty P." Let's not make that stick. Uh, it <laughs> says Seamus she- is Seamus <laughs> is projecting his insecurities onto me, and he's a bully or whatever he yeah. says. It's the it's the same thing that we've been yeah. hearing. In I'm, every I Shorty accepted G that I am Shorty G. I am Shorty G. And I'm no, I'm proud of being Shorty G. In walks Seamus and goes, "Oh, where is he? He's where so is short." Shorty G, I he's can't short. see You're him. You're short. And then and then he goes, "Oh, there you are." He's and not Finn Balor. He goes, "Oh, there you are, Shorty G. R- lower your voice by like an octave." Oh, there you are, Shorty G. <laughs> um, and he just goes, "You're short. You're short. You're short. You're short. You're short. You're short." And then Shorty G goes, "Oh, that's annoying." And then pushes him. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. He t- cut some terrible short jokes, which, again, I, it's not Seamus' fault. I think he's trying, but 
terrible content given to him. It's all right, man. And uh, Shorty G just fires I know up. these affect you more than most feuds. It's just so emotional, you know? Um, and yeah, he cuts some terrible short jokes and then Shorty G fires up. I quite like this bit, though. Shorty mm. G just kind of fired up and just took him down. Like, Olympic style, just literally just yeah. tackled him to the floor. And as long as they off. don't repeat the big Cass feud with Daniel Bryan yes. from last year. Chambers come out and Or the Baron Corbin Shorty G a, feud. Or just anyone who's tall, anyone who's short. Yes. Um, or the Dash Wilder Shorty G feud. Yeah. Or any other Shorty G feud. So, Seamus re- actually returned... To the action, action this past Wednesday, Wednesday mm-hmm. didn't he, at the BT That's party. Correct. And he yes. beat and the United States champion Andrade. Obviously, they're on different brands, so that's not going to happen. Um, and also, I think he won probably because it's... Well, he's Irish. He's not British. But he's from the British Isles. Mm. So they're like, oh, sort of close to hometown boy. We should yeah. give him a win. I'm not going to say the islands in Britain. That would get me a lot of backlash. Yes, it would. Because <laughs> it's not. It's not. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought it was a cool way to end it with Shorty G actually kind of getting the one up on him instead of just being like, <laughs> but you that's know, made me You angry. know full well that Chambers is going to beat him next week if they have a match. I mean, the, the match has been confirmed at Royal Rumble between oh, Sheamus and Shorty G. That and smells I, so badly like pre-show. I want it to last 10 seconds and I want Sheamus to broke kick his head off. Like Brian at Mania. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly like that. But without... AJ Lee, AJ Lee kissing Shorty AJ G Lee beforehand. Just, just return, just to kiss Shorty. Yeah. just to kiss Shorty G. Yeah, exactly. No reason. Uh, backstage next, another backstage segment. You would have thought they'd have spaced these two out. Mm. Braun Strowman's back there with Kader Braxton, saying that uh, he wants an IT title shot and he's yeah. happy to have it anytime, any place. Next week, the Rumble, wherever. Don't care. Give me an IT title shot, and then walks off. I thought this was a fine promo. He didn't stutter over his words or anything. I thought it was cool. Got to the point. It was fiery. Thumbs up. Good stuff. The Braun. IC title is pretty cool. That you are terrible I'm on today. Fire. No, you're not. You're the opposite of that. You're like the icy title. Haha, <laughs> pretty cool. Nope. Uh, Elias is in the ring next, and he's going to sing a song called "Walking in Greensboro" because they were in Greensboro, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then shout he gets... out to Nate Craver. He's from oh, is North he from Carolina. There? Yeah. Oh, he's just from North Carolina. I thought yeah. he might have been from. Greensboro. Hi, Nate. Hey, Nate. Um, but then he gets interrupted by uh, Sami Zayn, Shizuke Nakamura, and Cesaro. Uh, Zayn says no to the Intercontinental Championship match. I, th- I thought he was hilarious here. Mm-hmm. He was saying, you know, uh, Shinsuke is a man who's not afraid to fight at any time. So the answer is absolutely not, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Uh, and he reminds people, Shinsuke Nakamura actually won the Royal Rumble. I was like, oh, yeah, he did. That was two years ago. It was, 2018. I, sa- I said it was 2017 in my edited video. It's 2018. Might be, y'all. That's all right. Um, but yeah, that was, a, that was a fun time, wasn't it? Um, and then Elias sings a new song about that. Well, he tries to sing a new song mm. about Sami Zayn and those yeah, lot. but Sami's like, oh, man. How dare you? Stop it. Cesaro, go and show him what, what happens to people who yeah. disrespect us. And then uh, they all beat up Elias. And then Braun comes down to make <laughs> the save. Sami Zayn runs away and he beats up both Shinsuke and Cesaro and stands tall. So that match is absolutely happening at the Rumble. Yes, um, it's not been confirmed yet, but it will happen. I can, yeah, I can, I can just see it. Sort of Cesaro, Sami Zayn trying to get involved. He fights them off. It looks like, and he gets hit with a Kinshasa. It looks like Braun's going to get pinned, and then he powers out, and then mm-hmm. slams. If yeah, Braun I, I, I doesn't it, win this, I think it's a massive mistake. Totally. Yeah, he really needs to win his first singles title at some mm. point. I think now is a good time. It's way too late, but just and give him one, please. There is that ever looming 
uh, thought that Nakamura could be. I think Lee, I think his his contract runs out at the end of this year. Well, yeah, possibly. Um, so I think he'd be happy just to kind of let it let it happen, let it expire because yeah. he's run out of any momentum he ever had from winning the Royal Rumble. That is true. Uh, up next, we got a video package in memory of Soul Man Rocky Johnson, which, which was, was very nice. lovely. It was really, really nice, uh, showing just his career and the Rock inducting me into the Hall of Fame and yeah. stuff like that. It was lovely stuff. Rest in peace, Soul Man. Uh, then we got Sonya Deville versus Alexa Bliss mm. and uh, Otis, or well, Heavy Machinery as a whole, do come down to be at ringside for Sonya Deville here. Um, Nikki Cross at uh, ringside. <laughs> Don't do- she didn't even say but, anything. But I mean, go on, Alexa, and fighter. Give us a subscribe. Give us a yeah. Give us a subscribe. If you haven't watched the Wrestle Talk news from yesterday, mm. you should because Nikki Cross is in it, and she attempts to say support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Adorably, adorably, and several mm. times. It's really funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was yeah. very disappointed that she didn't have anything to say in this show. I, was like, oh, I know. Go, I'm, I'm shocked she didn't get on the mic and just say, "I got it." It's <laughs> give us a subscribe. <laughs> Would have been great. Pete trying to gimmick infringement there, Pete. I'm sorry that I can just do a better one than you. <laughs> uh, Sonya takes control early in this match with Mandy causing uh, a bit of a distraction. And then, le- this isn't a long match, a little bit later on, uh, Mandy tries to get involved again. Mm. This time she climbs to the top of the turnbuckle. Nikki Cross gets involved and like punches her off. And she's going to fall to the outside. So, you could but say... But wait. Mandy rose and then fell into the arms of Otis, who had... The best facial expression that is, there have been some good facial expressions in this feud. Mm-hmm. If you just see a what, if you see a still of this, it is. I just, I, I don't laugh that much at wrestling, but this made me laugh so much. Genuinely, Otis's facial expression here was the best thing on the show mm. because when Mandy fell, Otis caught her. and his face just lit up like a Christmas tree. It was he is. Hilarious. Gonna reenact it? No, I don't, because I can't. I can't do it justice. No. So he literally he catches Mandy Rose. His face lights up, and I was watching it in the office this morning. Luckily, I was by myself, and there's not many people in the building on a Saturday. Because I literally burst out laughing and was clapping my hands like a seal because Otis is that funny. This was hilarious his face as soon as he catches her and like he does like the tongue rolling thing as well i was yeah. like oh my god oh is you're the greatest he's person so adorable ever. he's so funny i and want so to be good. mandy rose push him to the goddamn moon give him the wwe title make him beat brock lesnar have him at number two in the rumble and eliminate lesnar mm. do everything for otis he's amazing i love otis so much yes it um, was very good and then uh Sonya's like, what's going on out there? Mm-hmm. And then she gets rolled up. She gets by rolled up by Alexa, Alexa Bliss. So in a reverse of what happened last week, Otis caused a distraction again, but this time it did not work in their favour. But it wasn't re- I, it wasn't his fault. No. It was, it was really Mandy's Mandy who fault. caused a distraction. Yeah. But, but you know what's gonna happen? Sonya's gonna blame Otis. Mm. More tension for fire and desire, furthering the Otis story. And Mandy's gonna split and join Otis and join heavy machinery. Ah mm. oh, man. I love this story. It's so dumb, but it's so simple, and it's so brilliant, mainly because of Otis. Bloody then, love uh, Otis. If you, it wasn't on the show, but there was a WWE.com exclusive video, uh, exclusive. which was um, one of the ladies, I think it was Kayla, uh, mm-hmm. talking to Otis and Tucker backstage, 
and it was just Otis kind of going, um, oh, it, it felt so warm and nice having her in. I, I'm not, I can't do Otis. I'm just going to do my... my You're norm. supposed to be good at impressions. Oh, no. Uh, no, I can't do it. Uh, basically, he was like, oh, it was so warm and nice, and I, I caught her to save her, and he was the whole time he was just rubbing his belly... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh, my heart is so filled. Well, then Tucker's kind of like, mate, you just got to be careful. I know you, I really know, I know you like her, but just you got to be careful because you don't want to get too obsessed because like, you know, just try and be yourself. Just just don't worry too much. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the whole time he's just <laughs> rubbing himself. I just, I just love him. He's so, so good. Um, but yeah. And after that, it was... we got the, the perfect come down after that. Because mm. it's Corbin, Ziggler, and Rude backstage. And uh, they say if Rude wins this match, they can have all sorts of stipulations. They can humiliate Roman. They could make him bow down to the king. And it'll be glorious. I'm not sure that's a stipulation. Ooh, yeah, yeah. A bow down to the king match. You never know. Sounds boring. I mean, genuinely, if they have choice of stipulation, mm. could they not make it the like, Roman wins if he bows down to Corbin? Mm. That's the match. Yeah, so I, I watched this show um, obviously this morning, but then I watched the the highlights that WWE put on just because mm-hmm. I went to see if they did any exclusive videos. Yeah, um, and if you click on the video of the main event match, the mm-hmm. first thing you see is just one second, and then you got Roman just diving face first through the barrier with this <laughs> ridiculous spear. Absolutely no kind of care for himself. He just dies face first yeah. through the barrier and it was brilliant. He, he oh, go, 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 it was brilliant. It was Sorry. brilliant. It was brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he goes for a spear through the barricade. Rude dodges out of the way so he yeah. just straight through and King surprise, Corbin then surprise. King Corbin comes out ad break. Yeah. Sure. Um, and this is exactly what you'd expect from this match. It was Rude was getting dominated by Reigns. Corbin comes out. Ziggler comes out. You need Corbin in the main event. They get in control of Reigns. Usos come out to even the odds. And then the Usos do a double splash to Ziggler through the announce table, which was a cool little spot. And then Reigns spears Rude through the table set up in the corner. And Reigns wins, everybody. Yay, that was fun. Uh, After the match then, because Reigns gets to pick the stipulation... Reigns goes for a Falls Count Anywhere match mm. at the Royal Rumble. Now, there's a couple of things to say about this. One, I'm quite excited for a Falls Count Anywhere match, simply because I think it can be very kind of smoke and mirrors, lots of weapon yep. spots, lots of fun things brawling in the crowd, which for an uneventful match can make it a bit more exciting. However, in kayfabe, why would Roman pick a Falls Count Anywhere match, which just allows... Ziggler and Rude mm. to get involved in the match. That makes no sense. Obviously, the Usos can get involved as well, but because they're babyfaces, they won't get involved until, until other the others people get involved. get involved. Just to keep it kayfabe, I know if you've watched wrestling for more than two months, you will know that this doesn't work. But if he'd said, it's a cage match or it's a Hell in a Cell match, obviously they can't do Hell in a Cell. Because that a- only happens in October. Exactly. Um... Just say steel cage match, and then there's at least the illusion that Rude and Ziggler won't be able to get in. They will. They they could. Or they could. They could just go through the door, mm-hmm. which apparently just opens to anyone, uh, or climb over the top, or go through the ring. Whatever. They can get in. Yeah. But at least the whole point of a steel cage match is, oh, they cannot get into this ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a full count anywhere match, they can do whatever they like. It's just a neat no DQ. 
but you don't have to pin them in the ring. Yes, and you can just have... It's it's now just a three-on-three match yeah. rather this, than I a can, one-on-one. I can see this ending with a spear through an item. Yeah, uh, the, or a spear off a thing. The LED boards, yeah, the through off the ramp into some things which have well-placed sparks, like <laughs> spark cannons next to it. Yeah. So we go, oh, my God! Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, and then and then obviously that would help Roman selling later on in the Rumble, which mm-hmm. is presumably what's going to happen. Yeah, probably. Um, and then he's going to win that as well because it's going to be final three of Corbin, Lesnar, and Reigns. And Reigns is going to sh- eliminate Lesnar and Corbin, and he's going to win and challenge the Fiend and heal on Master Fiend, and then that will be the end of the Fiend at WrestleMania. You can pretty much guarantee That's that my isn't, prediction. isn't going to happen because Pete predicted it. You know what? You're not wrong. Yeah. Pete is the worst predictor in the history of Wrestle League. He has... Just. I mean, that's not true, but I'm pretty close. Yeah. I mean, I would like to... I could probably ask Nate to figure out who the person who's taken part in every single show who is at Mm -hmm. the bottom of Note to Self. Might be me. I'm going to do that. Might be me, actually. Um. Uh, But anyway, we've been talking for far too long about this. Overall, I thought uh, this was a really good show. I thought that the, the matches themselves were fine. There was nothing wrong with them inherently. Uh, and the stuff that was good was really good. Mm. I thought the Otis Mandy stuff is awesome and I love it. The Brian Fiend stuff, I love it. It's great. Uh, overall, I gave this a low four out of five. Yeah, three out of three and a half out of five. Low four. Yeah, it's a, it yeah. was it was a decent show. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they do next Friday because obviously it's now that it's just two days before the Rumble, the uh, go home show. So mm-hmm. yeah, interesting yeah. to see what happens. We shall get into some Susu Super Chats now, or, in this case, Susu Super Chat. Uh, We've got one here from Marcus Roman, who just said, Randy, your puns are terrible, but I love it. I I feel like that is the... Stop loving it. That is the general reaction I've found. Yeah. Um, Thank you for loving them. Um... But also stop loving them because then he keeps doing. Unfortunately, them. I am uh, I'm away. I'm away on holiday for the next two weekends, so we will have uh, Ollie here next weekend, and mm-hmm. then Luke, uh, and then uh, we might be changing up uh, changing up slightly. Um, but uh, I don't think I'm going anywhere. But no. um, yeah, so I'll be back in. Uh, I'll be going. I'll be back in about three weeks. Uh, so yeah. yes, enjoy enjoy being away from the puns. Uh, maybe I can send a few into Ollie and Luke just to annoy Pete. Yeah, you might do that honestly. Yeah. So I have an email here, mm. Andy, before you, about b- sludge. before you get into any more of your mm. Andy thoughts, TM. Mm. Uh, we've got one, we've got a WrestleTalk Get Better here from Jonathan Hedman, <gasps> Headmaster Jonathan Hedman. Oh, the brain, as he sometimes calls himself. Yes, uh, who says, uh, hello, my friend. So he sent this to you, who forwarded it to me. Mm. Hello, my friend, and a good appropriate time of the day to you and Chopper. Afternoon, I suppose. So am I not your friend, Jonathan Hedman? I think it's is just Andy just your friend? It's because I replied to him. And actually what I did with this was you said, Andy, can you forward that email to me? And I went, yep. And then I just replied. I just forwarded it to Jonathan. To Jonathan instead of me, yes. So he will now have a copy of his own email. So, Jonathan, I know you're probably <laughs> listening. Um, sorry, I'm not very good at anything. <laughs> um, but yes, Pete, finish the email. Yes. 
Uh, I'm almost caught up on my backlog of podcasts. I just finished listening to the latest AEW one while at the gym. Speaking of which, segue, I had my latest weigh-in today, and I'm down another five pounds, which puts me at 377.4 pounds, which makes this a whopping total of 72.6 pounds lost in about four months. Anyway, say hi to everybody, and the hunt is still on to find work, but I'm getting better in the meantime. Take care, and man, this weekend's pay-per-view picks totally bombed lol yeah take care jonathan a lot of people did not do well last weekend including you me Pete. including me um in fact and i'm not before, before we get on to predictions and points and stuff thank you for emailing in jonathan and great stuff yes. keep it going keep going you're awesome we love you all i'm about to embark on my own wrestle talk get better soon you are. we'll come on to that after we talk about predictions talk about predictions go yeah well as the king of predictions and by which i mean i'm not very good at them i just do them um you so, you, you rig it is what you yeah mean. i rig them yeah i rig them so that i come ninth or whatever yes um so you don't come last so you don't arouse suspicion but mm. obviously you don't put yourself first because that would be way too obvious. Well, the thing right? is, I was, I was always thinking, oh, maybe I should make myself last because I'd always quite mm. like to do the song. And then I saw how much work it took you and I was like, no, I'm yeah, not no, going it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, a it's also quite difficult to be as bad as you are. Hey. Um, but um, I'm not going to name any names, but I had three, usually after, after a, uh, a pay-per-view, we'll get mm-hmm. emails from people saying, oh, I think my score is wrong mm-hmm. i think um can i can you just recheck my scores because i've counted that i've done something else i got three emails this week saying either that their score was wrong or that they hadn't got enough my favorite was someone who said oh for whatever reason uh, my score didn't change over the week and i'm still on 18 points i was like oh that's that's unusual that doesn't normally happen i checked uh, as to why this had happened and it turned out that they hadn't taken part in either nxt uk <laughs> or impact predictions. So mm-hmm. I emailed them saying, oh, didn't know you did that. He went, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and I just think, I just wondered, like, I just sometimes wonder, what what did you expect? <laughs> if you didn't take part in either predictions, why did you expect to have more points than before? Hey, um, man. You, if, if, thank you if, so much for... If Ollie and Luke could make bets and get free points out of nowhere... That's true. Maybe people expect more. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny. I just thought, wow, thank you, thank you very much, sir. But But you are are getting better, Pete. No, let's talk about how terribly I did. Oh, yeah, the UK and Impact. You got. I did awfully. uh, Well, I mean, the 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 real killer for you has was Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, (laughs) You got eight out of twenty-one. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, And before Wrestle Kingdom, you were three points clear at the top of the leaderboard <laughs> and then by the end of it uh you were five points behind laurie yeah who was first right yeah and was i was first? one point in front of ollie yeah. yeah see i because i'm an idiot i keep miscounting so it turns out that i was i had one more point than i thought i had, i did and mm-hmm. i rechecked and i did but yeah so i think laurie's laurie and i are at the top and then luke and then you just I think you're yeah. one you are now one point ahead of Lo- uh, one of Ollie. point ahead of Ollie. and yeah <laughs> and before Wrestle Kingdom you were three points clear yeah of of here of Laurie oh, but of, you were like Ollie, six was... points clear of oh Ollie. easily yeah 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 totally. um, it is astonishing how you have just both of you have been consistently terrible I you don't had, understand you started the first show whichever whatever that was that would have been Survivor Series Survivor Series yeah. well. I think you got. I killed Survivor Series. I think it was you got awesome. Like eight or something like that. And somehow I still lost because of the stupid bet. Yeah. Um, Idiots. So that was funny. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't. And uh, yeah, so we've got two shows to go. We've got uh, mm-hmm. World's Clyde next weekend and then obviously yeah. the Royal Rumble. So that is, I guess, that'll, that'll be about 15 points on offer. 
Oh god, it's a lot, yeah. yeah. So I'm so, guessing you'd predict a winner, and then I'm, are we going to have like bonus predictions? We'll probably have per a bonus. rumble so, or like what are we going to do? Rumble. No, Can you, like, name I, a surprise entrant per rumble. Could be, uh, yeah, like I think that. just name a surprise entrant in either rumble. I think oh, that's right, what yeah, we did okay. last year. Yeah. Um, and there will hopefully be, if it all goes well, a bit of a announcement to do with the Wrestle League. Um, mm. We are slightly. Change not not the format, but uh, we no. will be changing how it is done. It should be make it much easier and much more visually appealing, and uh, just yeah, you'll you'll hopefully be able to go back through the through the leagues and check your scores, mm-hmm. and it's just a bit more interactive for everyone. Exactly, yeah. So hoping to just make it better. Speaking of mm. getting better, whoa! Oh, what a segue! Yeah, I'm I'm about to embark on my own wrestle talk. Get better mm, sooner you rather are than later. Looking pretty fat. I know. Yeah, mm. it's awful. Um, but genuinely, I have put on a lot of weight, which yeah. I don't like. Mm. Um, how so, much weight have you put on? And how did you do it? Because ooh, I want to put on weight. Uh, well, you don't want to put on the weight that I've put on. I want to put on some weight. It's, it's not healthy weight. I have. Um, you can, if I take my shot off, you can see my ribs. Yeah, I, know. I am not I healthy. Know. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so since the when I was more in shape, mm. uh, I weighed about 60 kilos. I, that's about... 100 and, 26 pounds? Yeah, that's exactly how much I weigh currently. Yeah. So I was about that when I was pr- in pretty decent shape. It was when I was doing my parkour and I was mm. active and stuff like that. Uh, when I signed up to my local GP when I moved to London, mm. uh, I weighed in and I was 70 kilos. So I'd put on 10 kilos of nothingness. I'd lost muscle mass and I'd gained fat. Mm. So, But generally, 70 kilos wouldn't be that unhealthy no, for, that's for a, a man your age. Mm. That's but... the thing. 70 kilos is about an average weight mm. for me. Because I was actually probably a little bit underweight before. Oh, I am um, quite seriously underweight. Oh, I know you are, yeah, because you're quite a bit taller than me. Um, but uh, but now, even though I'm like an average weight, it's not like a healthy weight because it's mm. a lot of fat and not much like muscle and stuff. So I'm gonna change that. I've got an. Uh, I've been eating way healthier as of late, bar like one day when I slacked. You have uh, nuts and nuts and. I'm having nuts and raisins. raisins for today. I had a load of cucumber sticks and carrot sticks and hummus. Been having a lot more healthier food. My lady partner and I are both getting in on it. I've written myself a gym plan because I used to be a personal trainer, so I remember a thing or two about mm. that. So I've written myself an entire gym plan, and I'm going to get back to the gym in the next week. Nice. I'm just going to embark on it. So I'm going to possibly update people on a podcast awesome. every well, so often. Well, two things. Yeah. First of all, you said more healthier, so that's a double. More one. healthier. And secondly, don't eat too many nuts. Uh, too many nuts, because too many, many nuts. they eating too many nuts is a, quite a common cause of constipation. Yes, um, as I learned to my <laughs> misfortune at university, where I did not go to the toilet for three days because <laughs> I ate so many almonds How? while revising. How did this podcast, whenever you're on it, end up the talking splashback about was poop. incredible every time? It's a funny topic every time. It's every, it's something everyone can relate to. Everyone everyone poops. But everyone hates it, Datsun. Most people hate it. Um, I I was just giving a public service announcement. Don't you eat weren't. loads of almonds because you will not poo for three days. That's nice. It's just a snack at work combined with my healthy lunch that I've been having. Yes. So it's okay. I anyway. I was trying to put on weight. Yes. Um. And then I just realized this is incredibly expensive because basically I had to... So a, a male, human male, 
should eat around 2,000 calories a day. Roughly, depending, uh, yeah. To kind of keep... On average. ...stay weight. Um, but because I'm, like, got so little body fat, like, it doesn't really matter. I could eat one calorie and I just wouldn't lose weight. Yeah. Um... But to gain weight, I had to. I was like three thousand one hundred calories because I'm so slim, and because of the amount of exercise I do, I had to mm-hmm. eat so much more. Absolutely. And to eat three thousand calories is tremendously expensive. Yes, it is. Unless you just eat just just eat pasta. Well, exactly. But I don't just want to eat just plain pasta. <laughs> I could just eat a stick of butter if I wanted to. Do that instead. Yeah. Drink butter. Like when I was at Be university, awful. one of my. Um, flatmate's boyfriend was in the rugby team and he was deciding to sort of I think he was realised that when he got to university a lot of the rugby team were quite a lot bigger than him mm-hmm. so he wanted to put on some weight and up. I just walked into the kitchen and he just had a plate and there were 15 sausages on it nice. not, not just little yeah, yeah, not yeah. as little American thin wieners or, or like chipolatas they were full fat yeah. English sausages mm-hmm. when he just had this pile of ketchup and nice. he was just eating them and Protein, I, man. I just felt ill watching him <laughs> because I mean, not I mean, he was a perfectly attractive man, but um, the, the what he was eating made me feel ill. Yes, um, it was quite repulsive, and I had to leave the kitchen. Quite I quickly. wonder if there's a reason why you haven't put on too much weight. I get the feeling that maybe you just don't eat that much. I don't. Uh, Shocking! Girlfriend really. gets very annoyed because I never finish what's on my plate. Ah, oh, dude! But I all the thing is, I always really nearly finish what's <laughs> on my plate, and then for some reason, I just go, "Nah, I'm not eating that last bit." Oh my I, god, I that's had, the worst! I had so like a carbonara thing the other day. Yeah, and I just left like eight strands of pasta. Why? She, just she, eat it. She literally, she grabbed the bowl and went, "No, you're eating that." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "I was like, all right, mum." Um, so yeah, so I, that's how you start putting on weight. Just Finish your food to start with. That would mm. be a, a good start. People uh, of uh, the internet, um, mm. email me. Tell me how to put on weight. Because <laughs> I keep getting being sent things that don't aren't very helpful. But Stop if you... doing exercise. Oh, I can't. My <laughs> brain needs it. Because if I don't do things, then mm-hmm. I get incredibly... I just go mad. Go ape. I really do go ape. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, if there's any good ideas, uh, other than just, like, eating butter and just downing whole milk um, and just sort of, yeah, just getting a drip of, I don't know, beef dripping into my into my veins. Beef drip, uh, beef dripping drip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, any any tips, then, uh, then <laughs> send them on. Uh, do a wrestle talk, get fatter for me. I will... <laughs> I would, I would love some tips, and as as would the lady partner, because she is sick of not having anything to lie on other than some just some like a xylophone. Rib. That is very mean, by the way, yeah. from your well, lady partner. Hey, it's true. I want to put on more That's weight. That's not the point. But I really struggle because I just don't eat. I, I get full very quickly. But she's like, no, yes. just she's like, you got to eat until you're uncomfortable. I was like, yeah. no, but then I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, I know, but that's how you put on weight. You need to expand your stomach. I'm a man that's of the leisure. Point. I'm, I'm hedonistic. <laughs> I, uh, anyway, yeah. we've spoken for way too long, so that's all the time we've got for this edition of the Rest Talk People podcast. Thank, thank you uh, for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll be back on Tuesday with Raw. We're going to be back on Thursday with uh, AEW and NXT, and then we've got the not the Friday show which isn't live anymore and then we've got 
SmackDown again, and then it's Worlds Collide and Royal Rumble, and there's going to yes. be a Royal Rumble review as well. I will not be here for the next two weeks, I'm afraid, everyone. Oh, yeah, uh, you're off, It'll be uh, Ollie, and it's be me and Ollie, and then me and Luke. Uh, Lu- uh, Pete and Luke and then from then on I believe the kind of plan is to well do... we, we might change it we'll, okay. we'll see on the exact days we'll, but, we'll have uh, a look but, but uh, yeah, it so the next might weeks, be changing the next, after next then next two so weeks it'll be uh, Ollie and Luke and Pete as I am in Wales and then I'm in Dorset yes so then I'll be back uh, on the 8th of February yes uh, well thank you very much for listening everyone I love you all goodbye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.